Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'm your host, Lauren Elizabeth, of the podcast that is going to boost your mood. It's going to make you feel good. It's going to make you be like a realistic wellness girly because you can't be perfect, but you can try to at least be kind of happy. That's what I tell myself in the morning. Those were like my morning affirmations from me to you. For today's Mood for Thought, I was kind of thinking about the trend on TikTok that I tried and failed to uh, participate in about how it's been three years since lockdown and I have some thoughts about the trend and also kind of how I'm feeling post lockdown three years later but before we get into that let's obviously get into my best mood and worst mood of the week my best mood this week is silly goofy mood and that is a phrase I don't know if we stole it from something but me and my friends use it to refer to how we're feeling quite often if we are in this said mood of silly goofy And it's one of my favorite terms of endearment. Like, are you in a silly, goofy mood? I'm feeling like I'm in a silly and goofy mood. It's one of the best moods out there, right? So it's obviously incredible. And I just love being in a silly, goofy mood because I feel as though sometimes life can get so serious and we can get so stressed and we can get so just caught up in everything and anything that it almost if you really think about it, it's like, when's the last time I was being silly and goofy and laughing and just having a good time and almost being like childlike and just being fully myself. So think about that and think like, when was the last time I felt like that? And if you feel like that all the time, that's amazing. We love that for you because you should. I love feeling silly and goofy because as an adult, it's so hard to almost just be lighter and just be playful and have fun and giggle all the time and laugh and that's why I almost love too that my best friends are my friends from childhood because it's just like being with them feels like being a kid again not like a kid but a teenager I also feel like that with my brothers too and my mom and so when that is kind of a consistent mood of me being silly and goofy and just like fucking around with my boyfriend and then fucking around with my friends and messing around with my mom it just it's so fun and I feel like laughter is just like the best medicine as lame as that sounds it's so true just being able to laugh and have a good time with other people is like my favorite form of connection like nothing beats laughing with people 
And that's why being in a silly, goofy mood is just the best because it's like you're not taking anything too seriously. You're being your full self, just easygoing, childlike, laughing it up, going with the flow. And when you really think about it, that doesn't always happen in your adult life. So you got to really notice like when you're being silly and goofy and when you're laughing a lot and when you're going with the flow a lot, because that is a solid best mood. And for me, when I'm in a silly and goofy mood, I feel like I just am dumb. You know, it's like I'm being a full on idiot and that's my favorite type of humor and I love it. And so although I've been being super dumb and silly and whatever this past week it's been good for the soul because i've been laughing a lot i hope that makes sense because when i think about it you guys are probably like what the fuck is she talking about a silly goofy mood how am i supposed to emulate that but i feel like i explained it to the best of my ability it's just like be fun giggle be silly get silly remember that song get silly hey but honestly talking about being in a silly goofy mood is making me feel less silly and goofy it's kind of ruining it kidding so my worst mood this week and this isn't necessarily because of my silly and goofy mood I don't want to give that a bad rep you know you can be two things at once but I definitely have noticed and I think it's because I've been trying to obviously break the funk cycle for so long where I've just been in this really bad cycle of you know not taking care of myself not getting outside all that stuff and I've been slowly breaking it and doing a really good job obviously I've had such a good two weeks especially, but it's almost like sometimes it's hard to fix every bucket at once like we talked about. And so I feel like my worst mood this week is that I haven't been necessarily productive. It's almost kind of like I've just been doing what I need to do, but I'm not really going that extra mile. I don't know. It's just I feel like I almost even want to just kind of switch the narrative too because why do we measure our like happiness and success to self-worth on productivity? You know what I mean? And I feel like that's also such a good reminder of like, You've had fun, you've been laughing, you've been silly, you've been goofy, you've had a solid week and then you're going to focus on like how you weren't super, super productive. Even when I was writing it down, I felt this like subconscious just reaction of this is so embarrassing to admit that I haven't been very productive. And I, I do feel that way. Like I genuinely feel like it's embarrassing because I feel like it's like a status symbol to prove your productivity, to share your productivity, to work hard and all those like glorified hustle culture things. So it's like really almost tough to admit that I haven't been that productive, but in order to kind of shift the narrative around it not feel as guilty about it and focus on what really matters and also give yourself the credit for what you have done, you have to kind of say it out loud and admit it because everyone's productivity varies on different levels. Everyone has different priorities. Everyone has different strengths, different weaknesses. And so my type of productivity and your type of productivity might be totally different and they might not even ever compare just because we're such different people living totally different lives with different skill sets, whatever. But it's just that word of admitting oh I haven't been very productive it's like wow you're not a functioning adult like what the fuck are you doing I think it has a lot to do with my type of career too because you know it's not like I go into an office and can just like chat with a coworker for two hours and be like oh well, like I, I went into work today it's like if I'm doing that it's on FaceTime at home and then it just like doesn't feel like I'm working at all you know but it, I just it's such an important thing as an adult, especially as someone that's been working for so long. I've been invested in my career since I was 16 years old and I'm gonna be 29 this summer. So I think it's really important to like rewire the narrative in my head of, 
Okay, like you're allowed to have fun. You're allowed to call friends. Like those are also really important pieces of life because it's taking care of yourself and it's going to make you better and more productive in the other aspects of your life. It's not taking away necessarily from success, productivity, responsibilities, all that stuff. So I definitely am aware though of the things that I need to work on in a sense of productivity. I just think it's been really hard. A lot of you guys I feel as though can relate as well because we talked about being in a funk last week and I think a lot of people get in that career funk you know I tend to go through that a lot just because a lot of my career is just always going on in my own head you know like I don't have a lot of people to bounce ideas off of or really talk to during the way like a co-worker it's just me myself and I it's really easy to get confused about you know what I want to be focused on and how productive I want to be and what my priorities are reminding myself that everything is kind of just like a season or a phase or a funk or a blip or whatever it's not the end of the world and how it's always going to be and how it's always going to feel everything in life ebbs and flows right there's best and worst you're never just one thing so reminding myself okay maybe you haven't been that productive the past couple weeks but like look at how much better your mental health has gotten you've been getting out of the house you've been boosting your mood you've been taking care of yourself and you've still been getting your work done you know so I think it's just really the act of being kind to yourself when almost even reflecting on the worst mood that is what is productive and that is what's going to really move the needle push you forward and get you to even better moods next week you know who's kind of a hot mess you're probably thinking, <laughs> Lauren, you are. Well, okay, we know that. But also everyone, literally everyone. Perfection is an illusion, so just give it up already. And this is coming from a vitamin and supplement company, you guys, Ritual. They know it's basically impossible to get all the nutrients you need from your diet 100% of the time. So that's why they made a multivitamin that helps you focus on what's important, like filling key nutrient gaps to support foundational health. I absolutely love Ritual because it is so simple. It's so easy. It was made by skeptics for skeptics. So researched. They have clinical studies. It's just a company that I can totally trust. And it's not like this whole to do. It's not this whole thing. It's one friggin' bottle of essential vitamins. Obviously, I take the ritual essential for women 18 plus. And like I said, it's clinically backed. It has high quality and traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. And with nine key nutrients and two capsules per day, their unique beadlet and oils even patented. We love a patent. And, and haven't you seen them? They're like so cute. It's like this little clear beaded thing. And my favorite part, besides obviously like, you know, taking my vitamins, is that they don't taste like shit. They have a minty flavor because they thought of everything, you guys. Rituals Essentials for Women 18 Plus is one of the few women's multis that it's actually USP verified, meaning what's on the label is what's in the formula. Isn't it kind of crazy that not everything's like that? So like, yeah, that's important and also amazing. It's also soy-free, gluten-free, vegan-friendly, and formulated without GMOs. And that minty essence in every bottle keep things fresh and helps make taking your multis every day actually enjoyable like it is for me. So instead of striving for perfect health, aim for supporting foundational health. Great news, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Three months! Visit ritual.com slash mood to start ritual or add essential for woman 18 plus to your subscription today. Okay, guys, let's jump into mood boosters. My first mood booster, I kind of mentioned this in mood for thought last week about how, or wait, no, I mentioned it in mood boosters last week about how I was talking to Claudia, my girlie. It's really annoying having two besties named Claudia. We have Claudia Saluski and we have Claudia Ashray, both on different coasts of this country, 
both incredibly and wildly way more successful, talented, gorgeous than I. So this was Saluski coming at you hot. Remember I told you how she showed me her Notion and showed me her homepage and stuff. So I took some notes and I actually redesigned my Notion based off kind of like the things I loved about hers. And one thing I forced myself to do because she inspired me to do the habit stacking little log, which I really like. I still need to figure out how to make it a little bit easier because right now it's numbered. And like, I'm sorry, my brain doesn't work that way. I'm like, is today the 17th? If Wednesday was the 16th and then plus two? Like, no, you guys, I I need to to be like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. But it is nice because it's making me count the little things as wins. And I think that's really important, especially for when you're slowly easing out of a funk or slowly trying to change things in your life. Like nothing great happens overnight. It's the small things we do every single day. So I'm loving the habit tracker that I have on my homepage. But what I actually used is the journal tab. So she also had it in her home screen. And so you click on it, it opens a new page and it's basically your journal. And you can use that template for multiple things. I actually use the journal template to prep my episodes for the podcast, but I just figured like, I don't know, maybe if it's on my phone, I'll actually use it. So I've used it once and it was just like, like I was just, the fingers were just journaling. And I was like, oh my gosh, I think that I maybe cracked a code in my brain of how to make myself journal and so I made the journal page I made this kind of tabs for like daily entries weekly entries whatever and I'm still playing around with it too because I think it could be really cool to have a template that's maybe just like what were you grateful for today almost kind of like how we do best worst mood boosters obviously in our journals like maybe kind of transferring that onto there but like I don't really need that because I have it on my mood journal so it's more so like I just kind of want to remember this time of my life as much as I hate myself I'm that meme that's I hate the sound of my own voice but I never shut up it's kind of like that like I don't really look back at anything i do but I figured that maybe like in years and years and years to come it'd be good to remember this part of my life and obviously in the moment it feels really good and what's cool about notion is it's on your computer and your phone and your ipad whatever so it makes it really accessible like I was in bed doing a face mask on Saturday night and I just thought of it for some reason I just clicked it on my phone opened it and just literally did an entry and I was so proud of myself it felt so good and I was just like look at me go so 10 out of 10 would recommend if you're someone that cannot get into physically writing in a journal and you want to be even more like organized and tech savvy do this version my next mood booster is that i got a facial i say that because i think the feeling of bad skin and dirty skin is really detrimental to the brain specifically for me and it's not saying that we all have to have perfect skin but it's almost just like we take such good care of other things like the inside of our body think about skincare but there's just something about you know once a month or every couple months just getting a professional to go in there just get all the nasty crap out of your face and just like reset you it's genuinely like a reset and if you're like no like I don't need a facial like my skin is perfect like okay have you ever heard of pollution no one's skin is perfect everyone is disgusting the world we live in is nasty and there's crap and dirt in your skin no matter what you think maybe there's like two of you listening right now with perfect skin 
fine. But I'm just telling you, your skin is probably disgusting. Okay, that sounded really mean, but I don't mean it like that. I just mean like, it's just so good to get your skin cleaned out and just to have a professional do it, if you can. My boyfriend actually just got one yesterday too and his face felt like a freaking baby's bottom. I was like, holy shit. We're just a facial family here between my immediate family, my boyfriend, I, everything. Just, it feels so good. It's also like a nice treat yourself moment, taking care of yourself. It just really is such a game changer. And I also get in those phases where I'm like, I don't wanna spend money on it. I don't need it. I'll just take good care of my skin. So yes, it took me breaking out a little bit more to go get it done, but it's just, it's a game changer. Like she sees things that like, I don't, don't even see. Like I didn't even know there was like a blackhead in my hairline or whatever. Cause she's like magnifying it. I don't know. Now my skin is baby's bottom absolutely gorgeous and it feels so much better and it's helping me with my skin journey my skincare routine like I said I did a face mask on Saturday night absolutely loved it I'm just trying to get really really good at my skincare because if I'm lazy with it it just it goes downhill fast so that's actually on my habit tracker too it's a small win like oh you remember to do your skincare today because you guys know me like I'm someone that I like wake up I roll out of bed I wear the same thing for three days straight I like had to remind myself to brush my teeth and brush my hair and be a human you know skincare yeah it's going on the fucking habit tracker and yeah a mood booster is going to get a facial because it sounds like a luxury but in reality it's almost like a skin doctor pimples are like bacteria on your face we need to get them out that's yucky and my last mood booster semi-unrelatable but just it's the truth but I got a car you guys and I know that not everyone could just be like oh my god Lauren got a car I'm and it boosted her mood I'm gonna go out and get my car that's not what I'm saying it's the feeling of freedom okay it's like the world is my oyster again I got it on Saturday so I guess maybe Saturday was a very good day I got it on Saturday I just went for it I have had the best week of my life having a car again and I loved having my bike in the summer and borrowing cars and using zip car and all that stuff but I just think for where I'm at in my life and what I need to kind of like be productive again and get after it almost it's like I I just I, I need a car and the reason it's such a mood booster is because it's getting me out of the house more it's getting me to do things things that I've kind of put off like even just going to the dentist or going to the container store going to see my grandma going to the grocery store the right way instead of like crappy instacarting because I just suck at instacarting so I love just like the freedom and how I can just kind of like bop around see more of my family all that stuff it's just been so so nice I mean even just blasting music in the car I like really don't blast music that often because I'm just always listening to a podcast or my own thoughts and I'm trying to do like the whole TikTok thing of making my car really organized and it's actually kind of going well so I'm gonna upload on my YouTube channel this weekend a little car tour and a little like car organizational thing because I just want to do it right and we'll see how long it lasts but hey the thought is there this time of year you guys it means spring cleaning okay so if you're like me it's also your reminder to like clean everything out and make more storage space actually this is also in my vlog this week because I'm running out of space and that's why I love articles so much they have everything you need to organize your bedroom living room dining room dressers nightstands sideboards so much stuff you guys plus they obviously have all their other furniture that I love that makes your place just look amazing obviously I always hype up my bed I just posted it on Instagram it's called the Saba bed it's a king bed slip cover and I think I'm actually going to wash the slip cover as a part of my spring cleaning because like it doesn't need it need it but just everything needs to be washed you know so that's kind of my first thing and then what I'm looking at on article right now is nightstands because mine are open and I think one of my biggest storage tips is like you 
just need drawers and enclosed spaces because if everything's just out all the time, it's just not good for my brain. So that's kind of like next on my list. We're doing a lot of spring cleaning thanks to Article. I mean, they believe in a delightful design for every home. Thanks to their online only model, they have some really amazing prices too. They have a curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, boho, everything you can think of to make furniture shopping simple. And their team of designers are all about finding the perfect balance between that style, quality, and price. So my favorite part is that they're dedicated to that craftsmanship. So everything you have is going to stand the test of time while looking good and not breaking the bank. They have fast, affordable shipping across the US and Canada, and they're not going to leave you waiting around. You pick the delivery time. They'll send you updates every step of the way. Their team is amazing. I've always had a 10 out of 10 experience with them. Their knowledgeable customer care team is there when you need them to make sure your experience is smooth and stress-free. And Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim this, just visit article.com slash mood and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. So that's A-R-T-I-C-L-E dot com slash mood for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Check it out because even if you don't need a bed, they have so many like small things for your apartment too. Let's jump in today's mood for thought because this week I've been thinking how everyone's talking about that it's been three years since the lockdown and my mood is like almost kind of like best and worst. It's like I'm really grateful and just really feeling like hashtag blessed and wow, we've come so far. And then on the other hand, it's like worse. It's like, oh my God, like the world is fucking scary. So basically this trend started. It's like, you get deja vu. And it shows people in 2020 and then they show a picture of themselves in 2023. And obviously like a big part of this trend is showing like how you've gotten quote unquote hotter. I mean, what? why else are you showing pictures of yourself? It's like, oh my God, I can't believe I used to look like that. And then also people are doing one where they just like type on the screen of like things that they've done in the past three years. And so my thought process when I wanted to get on the trend is like, I'm also like a very self-deprecating, just kind of not overly trying to get in my feelings on the talk. Like that's just not my brand on TikTok. It's just very kind of like how I talk to my friends in real life. And so I did kind of like a silly goofy one per se, but like not too silly goofy. I will say like I missed the mark. I should have done either really, really sarcastic or really, really serious. And I just went somewhere in the middle. Actually, let's read what mine said so I don't butcher this. So mine was watch 10 years worth of television, which is like, you know, supposed to be silly, goofy, because let's be honest, like I've been horizontal for the past three years. The next one was sold all my shit and left Los Angeles, which is like, Yaz. The next one is left toxic relationships. I put a little S at the end so that it's not just about like the one like boyfriend and people don't like comment about it. So I was like being a little sus. I wrote gained a lot of weight, changed meds, had fun for the first time in a decade. So it's like when you read it, it's like watch TV, sold my shit, left LA, left toxic relationships, gained weight, changed med, had changed meds, had fun. And to me, I'm just like, that's like chill, you know, that's like pretty chill. Like I'm not like bragging. I'm being really realistic. It's like so many people are like, wow, like I lost a hundred pounds and I dyed my hair blonde. I started a business and I made a million dollars and mine was just kind of like mundane things, you know, like thank God I got out of toxic relationships, got out of toxic LA, gained some weight, changed my meds, watched a shit ton of TV and had a blast, you know, like it's just chilling. But, you know, TikTok is a weird place. Didn't necessarily translate. The first thing, obviously, people said, oh, and this is what the thing. I said in my caption, like, I didn't glow up 
or I glowed down or something like that. The reason I said that is obviously because the trend is like everyone's showing their glow up. And like for me personally, like I don't feel like I glowed up at, on the ex exterior base front. Like if anything, I my personal style has gotten significantly worse and I put less care into my looks. Um, I mean, like I literally met my boyfriend with pimple patches on my face in a trucker hat, drinking beer in a pool. And it's not like pick me. It's just very like the priorities and the insecurities are so different than they were three years ago. Like, I'm not trying to say that one thing is better than the other. Like, obviously I was saying glow down based on like the trend of everyone glowing up. Because if you really like look at my life, I haven't really accomplished a lot. And I haven't really like made any crazy improvements to like my mind, body, and soul. Well, I guess like mind, my mental health, yes. But I don't know. It was just like a play on the trend, whatever. I think it's just such a testament to like how insecure I was three years ago and how secure I am now. Like, yes, I still like wearing makeup and I still like dressing up sometimes. And I still like shopping and like I still like these like self-care girly things. It's just the pressure that I put on myself is so much different. Like I am so much more confident in who I am as a person and I don't feel the need to put on an act. Like even when I started dating, I'd say a year ago, was it a year ago? Maybe even two years ago. But I just remember like showing up to every first date and like being so confident because the pressure was just off. Like I knew what I br brought to the table. I knew there's really no pressure because either this is going to work or not and so like why pretend to be someone that I'm not like let's just see if it works the right way and if it doesn't fine like there's like plenty of fish in the sea when I look at how I dress and how I kind of go out and stuff for me it's not like oh look at me like I drink beer and wear sweatpants now it's more so like wow look how far I've come in a sense of like there's no way I would do that before in a sense of feel confident doing it like I always felt like I needed to be a little bit showy even when I was casual or be, have myself put together a little bit even though I was casual because I was made to feel so, so insecure, hate my appearance, hate my body, all that stuff so much. And that was a testament to like the relationship that I was in with myself, the relationship I was in with like romantic at the time and the relationship with the city that I lived in and so it's more so just like I'm proud of myself that I gained weight I'm proud of myself that I sold all my shit and left I'm proud of myself that I've been kind of like changing my meds around and figuring shit out because I've been having so much fun and I've been growing so much as a person like in my self-love department I'm still not perfect I've been fucking depressed for like two months and I've had to change my meds again but like I've felt really good the past two weeks and like I just feel that all the relationships that I've put energy into and the new ones that I've put energy into are the realest relationships I've ever had in my entire life and I think it's obviously important to remember that like hindsight is the most powerful fucking thing like reflecting is so so powerful because when you look at the lockdown you look at now like your life is going to be different but that's just because time that's just because time is a thing and every day is different and life happens and the world keeps spinning reflect on what it means to you not in a compare yourself to where everyone else was three years ago where you are now like if you still don't have anything everything figured out and you're still healing from shit from the pandemic and you're still like a work in progress that is literally the most realistic thing you could be 
maturity because I'm still a work in progress. Everyone else is still a work in progress. I think it's just nice to reflect and be like, oh, look at what I looked like in 2020 and look at what I look like in 2023. Or like, look at my circumstance then, look at my circumstance now. And it doesn't mean that we're all perfect now or everyone has it all figured out. We definitely don't. I mean, the internet is a testament to that. It's a scary fucking place. But it's really cool to be able to look back, especially when you think, oh, wow, I thought that was the end of the world. Well, that actually sounds bad because we all did actually think lockdown was the end of the world. But even just like little things like maybe like getting laid off or going through a breakup or whatever, because I'm sure with like three years, right, that's a lot of time. I'm sure a lot of shit has worked out since then. You know, I first found out about Thrive Cosmetics years and years and years ago because of their mascara. It has been one of my absolute favorites forever and you just have to try it and experience it for yourself because it really will be. And my newest favorite product is the Brilliant Eye Brightener. I've been really trying to kind of like brighten the inner corners and like underneath my eyes. It's basically this highlighter stick that's gonna open your eyes it's giving you that instant eye lift that's why I kind of also put it like under the outer corners of my eyes too and so when you apply it to the inner corners of your eyes like it just wakes you up and makes you you've had plenty of restful sleep even if you haven't you can also really use it for an eyeshadow for a perfect like daytime glow which is really really cute I love something simple like that they also have metallic shades for an easy smoky eye I do kind of like a darker one just on the lid for that it's really just this foolproof formula that makes it extremely easy to apply and blend any of their 13 shades it has more than 10,000 five-star reviews for a reason, you guys. I love that it has a built-in sharpener. I also love Thrive Cosmetics because they're certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. So you can feel really good about using these beauty products that are made with clean, skin-loving ingredients. Like they have no parabens, sulfates, phthalates, but they also don't compromise performance. And you might be thinking, oh my God, it can't get better, but it does, you guys. They literally have cause in the name for a reason. As a part of their mission, like every purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive, such as those battling domestic abuse, homelessness, cancer, and more. There's something that everyone can relate to. So you really get that instant mood boost of this is good for me, this is good for others, and... (laughs) It's freaking cute. If you haven't tried Thrive Cosmetics, I'm telling you it's so, so worth the hype. You have to see for yourself. Right now, you can get an exclusive 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com mood. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash mood for 15% off your entire order. I think it's also interesting to notice the things that have changed with us as a whole right and when I was thinking about this as well I feel like what's changed for us and then what's changed for like really young Gen Z and then you know COVID babies or whatever is going to be wildly different across the spectrum and also just like what you were dealing with at the time right I have been honestly thinking a lot lately about how I can't even imagine being quarantined like going through it in this my Chicago apartment as opposed to like in California even just like living with my boyfriend like love him to death but oh my god if we were just like stuck the two of us in this apartment in the city I can't even imagine like I have such a special place in my heart for people that successfully did that like for real but I think for like our kind of like I'd say like people in their like 20s and like maybe early 30s the pandemic and maybe even like younger Gen Z I don't know but basically people around my age I was you know what three years ago 28 7 six five twenty six twenty five I don't do math I told you this already it's just so crazy to see how like the internet has changed how people have changed you can even look at remote working like just how our lives have changed 
changed so much in the past three years for the good and the bad, right? And obviously I think it's better to focus on the good things, but subconsciously there's definitely a lot of anxiety about the bad things that have changed. Like I feel as though internet culture, influencer culture, social media, I genuinely feel like a lot of it has gotten a lot more toxic and just so, so, so saturated. Every single person and their mother has a podcast. Every single person and their mother has a TikTok. Like everyone's sharing their lives and it's almost so inundating that it's like, what is going on? But I think what I realized the other day is that it's not even just that there's so many things out there. It's the fact that there's almost this new thing that maybe was more of just like a freaking Twitter thing before, but now it's like so real that everyone's reacting to everything. Everyone responds to everything. So it's kind of like people stitching someone's point of view, people responding to comments, like everyone's interacting so much. And it's like, you can't do anything right and you can't do anything wrong on the internet and not even like real right and wrong, like just like being judged or I don't know, it's just so weird. People's careers is based off of just reacting and responding to other people and like that's just not obviously what this was when I started in 2011 and it just kind of like scares me I guess with how crazy social media has gotten in the past three years because TikTok if you think about it literally popped off during lockdown and now it's like everyone is on TikTok you know there's so many different niches and stuff and I do love parts of TikTok like I just learned how to open a jar without a man's help and that let me tell you saved my life it's basically you use a beer opener you pop the air out of the top of the can boom twist right off I'll post it on Instagram because I videoed myself doing it on Snapchat for my friends but like wouldn't know that without TikTok and it's entertaining and it's fun but it's just I think maybe being an influencer and then seeing other influencers either put on blast or share their lives or just how it's so saturated it kind of makes me have that thought of like what the fuck am I doing it just is so weird I feel like if you create any type of content or work in marketing it just feels so overwhelming to be in any form of business that has to do with digital social media marketing anything like that and it's very very interesting to see how people have changed on social media since lockdown because we all had to get so dialed in to connect with each other because we couldn't leave our houses and it's almost like we've stayed dialed in in a way and it's freaky but I do think that there's so many great things that have been happening on the internet like so many people sharing inspiring and motivational and uplifting stuff I think that mental health has become so much more focused on important recognized as real and something that we need to focus on you know back when I first started talking about anxiety and depression online it was literally like groundbreaking and crazy and now it's so 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 normal I think it's a double-edged sword like we have to be careful with the labels that we use and the glorification of it but is that a word but it's also you know that's like everything right I think the fact that people are taking more care of their bodies, their minds, everything is so, so, so incredible. I just think we need to know like when to turn off social media and like get outside more because if lockdown taught me anything, it's like human connection and like getting out and even just traveling and trying new things is so important where like that wasn't my personality before lockdown. I had so much more anxiety and now it's I think you know you don't know what you got till it's gone and I've really noticed a big shift in kind of like saying yes to life since lockdown and obviously there's a balance and I'm not a different person but I think it's like associating oh look how much I've changed and it's more so look how much you've grown right like look how much 
you've grown since 2020. And it's easy to kind of do this exercise in reflection from a lockdown to a kind of free world, I guess I would say. But it just is a reminder that like so much can change in a few years. So like don't beat yourself up about where you are right now because I know that people say like time heals everything and things get easier with time, things get better with time. And I even said to my friend like, okay, well like, hello, I'd like a fucking due date. Like when is it due to get better? Please tell me because I'm getting tired. So I get it, but it's just hindsight is one of the most powerful tools of realizing, oh my God, no, like I am gonna be okay. It's, you have all of this evidence of look at how things change for the better. Look at how I learned from the bad things. And I think it's really powerful to look at 2020 versus 2023. I think also collectively as a whole, everyone has gained a lot more confidence. Obviously, we've gained a ton of issues and stuff still, but I just feel like everyone's more confident in just doing whatever they want, like living their lives for themselves because it was such a crazy time. People were like, fuck it, like, let me change. Let me do whatever I want. Like, you know, I moved. Some people moved into RVs. Some people quit their jobs. Like everyone just made such big changes in their lives. And it almost also shows you the power of change now that we have those three years to look back and look at the evidence of like, wait, change is actually a good thing look at how much the lockdown forced me to change and look at how much better my life is now even if you're in a bad spot right now even if you're going through something right now something has had to have gotten better in your life in the past three years like that is just so many days so many hours like good things have had to have happened you know so I do really like the trend of looking back at lockdown versus now I think there's different ways to look at it I think it's also interesting to reflect on like what you think is important like after you reflect it's not like judging yourself but it's just like assessing okay like what am I really focused on of the past three years like am I forgetting good stuff am I focused on bad stuff am I focused on appearance am I focused on exterior stuff I just think it's also a good experiment to be like, let me reflect and let me think about what I'm reflecting on. Because I do think a lot of people are obviously really reflecting on how they look. And I think that's very easy to reflect on. That's the easiest thing ever. I mean, that's the fun of looking at pictures from high school and then looking at pictures as an adult. It's like, oh my God, look at how freaking weird we looked when we were younger. And so just try to reflect maybe on like a different level of just all the things that have changed. Maybe open up the Notion app, create the journal tab and think about things that have changed. For And if you think of bad things, like maybe think of if you've learned anything anything from them or if they've taught you anything by now or if they maybe actually got you to a better place because I do think it's going to help you moving forward to have that reflection on the past three years and I think also it's good to just like write that down because when we're telling our kids one day of like oh we lived through the lockdown like we're just we've been living in like freaking history and like we all thought the world was ending and like Yes, bad things happened, but like the world is still spinning and like, you know, we still have shit to work on. Bad things are still happening, whatever. Guys, like we got through it and it's okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was so, so crazy at the beginning and then like slowly it started getting easier and easier, less scary, less scary, better and better. So I hope you guys reflect on where you were at three years ago versus now because it's very, very jarring. And I'm just so grateful that we all made it through, genuinely because it was a freaking scary time. I think maybe we could have all learned these lessons without having to go through a pandemic, but alas, we went through it, we got through it. And if you're listening to this, it means you're still here and you've been boosting your mood with me for three freaking years now. I mean, that's freaking crazy. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Mood. I hope my mood 
gives you some mood for thought and boosts it for you. I'll talk to you guys on Instagram at Lauren Elizabeth and YouTube, youtube.com slash love Lauren Elizabeth. Don't forget that the sponsors of this show make it possible to boost our moods. Check it out in the show notes. Everything will be linked there for you. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.